What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast, The Weekly Scraps. We are here with my boys from another mother. We got my guy, Typical Tope. <laughs> KB Toys in the building. And, of course, uh, myself. Now, we got a fun episode for you guys. This one's going to be cool because it's going to be a little bit different than the typical. We're just talking about the fights. All you want to do is talk about fighting. We're going to talk about some other things um, to chop it up. Obviously, we don't have fights till January 15th. Um, Giga Chikaze versus Calvin Cater. So we got a little bit of downtime to just cover some ground, talk about some cool shit, and uh, we're going to break some bread and chop it up. How you boys been? Good, good. good. Um, holidays is finally over, right? We, we just got one more? Yes, one more. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, technically, not Valentine's Day, you know, it's not a holiday. You know, I, I count things, I, I kind of count Thanksgiving a little bit. No, no, Thanksgiving is definitely a holiday. Yeah, I mean, so you got that, you got Christmas, and then obviously New Year's, and then we got uh. Valentine's Day to boot right after, so it's a it's a lot of um a lot of giving going on, and uh, that's actually one of the things that I wanted to talk to you guys about. But before we even got to get to that, there was like a there was a video. So we're in a group chat. We've been boys since middle school. I came to Unidale seventh grade. I uh, met these guys Turtle Hook Middle School, so we're Turtle Hookers as we they called us back in the days, and uh, we had the the Lawrence Rodents, the, the rival middle school, whatever. So they were they were the red, we were the blue. So we were low key, we were crip, we were crip, they were blood. But uh, <laughs> so I, I didn't identify as that. But <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? You was big homie. I thought you was big homie. You told <laughs> yeah, you're you're a big homie, <laughs> not me, big homie. <laughs> nah, play. Yeah. So um, yeah, we've been friends for for a while now. So uh, the thing we were talking about. <clears throat> so we're in a group chat and we were looking at this thing. It was on the shade room. Obviously we know the shade room is, it's one of those big accounts. It just posts like 50 things a day. Um, pretty much TMZ about celebrities, all that stuff. And it was a couple stuff that came on that you got one of you guys posted. I'm not sure. I think it was Kev. You posted it. Awesome. And it was the, the, the couple with the guy in the background, just kind of chilling low key with the smirk on. <laughs> Just looking like a criminal, just looking like a villain. <laughs> women so mad. Was like, she was doing all the talking, and he was just in the background, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me that allowance. I give you that allowance. <laughs> so the, the main thing about that that post was that the lady said, I mean, there wasn't a ton of detail, but the lady was saying. She works, she takes her check, she gives it to daddy, pretty much. That's pretty much if you want to transcribe that. She didn't say daddy, but Come on, that's man. what she's doing. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> so she takes the money, she gives it to her, her, her boyfriend, her significant other. And we were discussing like whether or not that was like cool or is that like too much? Is that too controlling? So I know we all had separate thoughts and I was like, nah, we should save this because this would be a good topic to talk about because I got my feelings on this. And I know you guys have your, your feelings on this as well. It would be nice to have a female involved um, in this conversation to kind of give us a different perspective. Cause obviously we got, we got a nuts and uh, a banana hanging from our legs. So it's a little bit different um, the way we think, but uh, I, I just think it would be interesting, especially I know Kevin, if, if Cheryl wants to jump in, feel free. 
Um, but Tope, I'll let you start first. The floor is yours. What, what did you think about that in terms of like just a man taking the, the, the money from his, his, his partner and then essentially giving her allowance on a weekly basis? I think he said it was like $100 a, a week or she said that. I think the allowance aspect of it is crazy. Like, um, if she's working for her money and you're working for her money, I, I don't believe in that whole allowance thing. I believe in males can, or not necessarily males, someone in a relationship can handle the money more so. And you have a bank account, they have a bank account, and you guys have a joint bank account, and somebody handles the joint bank account. But as far as your whole check here, I, I don't agree with that. One, I think that's kind of, it's lazy. Like, I get some people not going money, but me personally, I'm not here to raise a baby or more so just coddle you. I'm here to help you and I will assist you in getting better with money, but I feel like it's not, I don't know. I just feel it's not my place to just, you're not good at something, you just give up totally and say, okay, here, I'll handle it. Like, no, let's try to work on it and we'll get you there. So, yeah, and that's why I stand on it. So you would never, you would never take money from your, your partner, your fiance, like you just never would do it. What do you when you say take money? Like if she yes. gives you her check, she says, "Here, take this. I want you check, to give no. me my allowance." I, 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 no, I would never take a whole check. No, it's like if me and my girlfriend, we both we have something set up where I have my account, she has an account, we have a joint account, and we both put money into our account. I'm more than okay with that. But as far as just my whole check, I feel that's a little controlling. One and two. Finances is the number one reason for um, divorce, breakups, and all that. That yeah. there's just so much that can go wrong with that picture. That I value our relationship. I don't even want to play with that. Like I don't know. There's so much that can go wrong with that. Just the whole checks. So much is going wrong with that. And the whole allowance thing. If you're better with money, but she's not, let's just say your money's going longer. Like you're you're able to. You look better with a hundred dollars, but her hundred dollars going quick. She's gonna start looking at you like, is he taking money from the account? Like, like, how, like, I, it's just so much that can go wrong. I, nah, nah. We're, we're a team. It's not a one-way shop. Bro. We're a team. Let's do this together. I'll assist you. But yeah. What's, um, Kevin, what what does Cheryl think about this? <laughs> she here? <laughs> Wait, can you guys hear me? Yeah, you gotta yeah. get 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 into that mic. Oh, can Kev hear? Yeah. Oh, y'all, y'all can't make a speaker. Yeah, yeah. Can you make it uh, I don't know how to do that. With this. <laughs> <laughs> you supposed to be the tech guy. You supposed to be the tech guy over there. Go to your preferences and hit the uh and change it to your MacBook and just turn the MacBook down so it's not too loud with the feedback going into the mic. And this way you can still hear it and still y'all yeah, can both listen in. I can hear it through the headphones, but but if you want to hear, if you got a phone, you can just do the phone too muted. Like just go on your phone, mute the phone. Whichever. I have a phone speaker. All right. Yeah, if you can hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Just read our, read, read our lips. Cheryl, we need you to speak on this from a female's perspective. I'm going to have to disagree, which is nothing surprising to you, Tip. <laughs> <laughs> we're a team. So if we're a team, there should be trust. Um, Without trust, you're not a team. So I think where finance is a concern, you got to discuss finances before you even get into that type of situation with somebody have finances as a, as a thing you know you guys have to have a conversation to figure out and just because somebody is better at money than another doesn't mean that somebody's weak you know it's just that somebody is strong I, 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 I didn't say she was weak or someone was weak no, yeah. I'm, 
Wait, wait, because I agree with that. To the mic. Okay, so because um, I agree with that, that doesn't that doesn't mean you're weak. I completely yeah. agree with that. Exactly. So it doesn't mean that they're weak. So I don't think that there's necessarily a problem if one person is stronger than the other and who uh-huh. control that. You know, and I wouldn't mind. Like I tell Kevin all the time. Like you know, I personally think that he is a little bit better at money than I am. And yeah, we're a team. So if we're going to have anything, I'm going to have to input. I can't just be like, hey, everything is on you, but I'm supposed to have half of anything that is created. So I'm, of course, I got to put something in. And um, if he is going to be better at it, and if an allowance is what would work better for me, whether it's $100 or $300, whatever the allowance is, that's based off of the income that's coming in. You know mm-hmm. what I'm It's just what works for the budget. You know, it's, it's just... This is the budget. And as a relationship or anybody that wants to build something financially, you're going to have to be a team and say, look, we have this much to play with, this much to, that, got, that has to go to whatever we got to do, you know, and this is your allowance. And that should be understood. It's not about control when it's a team because you're a team. There's no I in team. Now, if you're an individual and you're looking for your relationship to possibly end or, you know, there's some type of, there, there's a reason why you feel like you got to protect yourself in that way. You know what I'm saying? So that's what you really got to ask yourself. Am I really in it with the right person? If you feel that way, personally. So so you would be okay with giving your money to your partner if they were better with managing the money overall? Yeah, if receipts are accessible to me, you know, that's the thing now. If it's going to be not accessible to me and it's a secret, then that's a problem. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, no, 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 tell me, but, tell me, but, but, but that not that trust? Yeah, it's trust, but that's why it, it's is, trust. Is necessarily, this trust is stupidity, no? There's trust and stupidity, but if every deposit you're checking the account, do you really trust that person? I trust my money. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. I agree with the trust thing, but... Or every two weeks or however you get paid, because you know how much you get paid. You know what I'm saying? So you got to use common sense also. You know know when you're getting paid. If you see certain things are being paid and bills are being paid and things are such and you're getting an allowance and you know how much you make, then it's kind of like it's a no-brainer. You know what's going on. Now, if he is, you know, buying everything for himself and and I'm here with a hundred dollar budget and ain't no bills being paid, then that's a problem. You know, but so if Cheryl, let, let me just actually not I'm just going a little bit on the tangent. Um now if your partner is not good at planning dates and like, like you're always the like like romantic dates or like dates like our dates planning. like Planning <laughs> dates, dates with you, just spending time with you or whatever. Like oh, like a couple times. If if you're yeah, if your couple if your partner just only knows staying in a crib, that's mm-hmm. all he wants to do. That's and he just relinquishes to you. Like, listen, it's on you, you plan whatever. Now you have to plan every single thing. Are you just okay with that? And because he's not that's not his strong point, yo, you're just okay with that. So oh, okay, I'll just handle it. it it's not a hey, let's work on that. This is where discuss discussions come to play in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like I said. Before you go into finances, with giving somebody your whole check, you're going to discuss these things, you know, and that's the problem in relationships is a lot of people don't want to discuss finances. Sorry for the dog. <laughs> a lot of people are scared to discuss finances when, like you said, Tip, finances is something that destroys relationships. Yeah, I yeah. should do the finances because I, I was the breadwinner and, and doing everything by myself. But the problem was is that I never discussed it. You know, I just kind of ate that. So I wasn't being a, I wasn't being a team player either. Even though I was paying for things, I wasn't being a part of a team because I wasn't expressing, you know, this is what the bills really are and or I'm being set back X, Y, Z. So we have to be able to have open communication. And once you communicate those things, like, look, I like taking you out. 
I'll pay for it or whatever, but I struggle. And, and understanding and empathy is big in relationships. You have to have empathy for your man. You got to mother your man a little bit. Your man might have to love you a little bit in some ways, but it's the balance. So, you know, if I'm better at it than he is and he's doing his role in the relationship, then this is what I have to do. That's a team. You know See, but I also believe a relationship is also better in that person and better in each other. So I feel like, listen, I have my strong suits. You have your strong suits. We both have our weak suits. Some of my weak suits before I got my, my girl, like I wasn't that good at it. But now I'm with her, she helped me and I got better at it. So I'm all about that kind of mentality more. So I'm not just like, I, I just don't want to take your whole check. It's just too easy. Let's sit here and let's work on it. We can build on this. And I feel like when you actually build and when you're like, you have that interaction and you're both changing, I feel like to me, that's what makes a relationship much doper. It's like, oh, okay. Because like you're spending the time, like, oh. I see what you're saying, but I, I just go back to, well, what if that person burns through a couple thousand dollars before they get these teachable moments? You know what I mean? So it's like, are you willing to, to let all that but, happen just to, but th that's what the joint account is for. That also kind of teaches saving. I'm not trying to say, hey, you handle your check, I handle my check. I'm not how, saying that. How do you know what's getting put into the joint account? Th yeah, I was about to say that. Direct deposit. There are bank accounts that can take money out. And me and my girl do that right now. Every time I get paid, the money comes out of both our accounts. I I bet I, I don't so double now, I don't I don't double check to be honest. I trust her and I, I don't know she I doubt she double checked. I'm so, so now what if that joint account that she's not good at managing the money, she overspends constantly and then you just get tight but, because you're like, yo, joint, we talked about joint, this already. But the I'm assuming if you have a joint account, the agreement is funds in that account is not to be touched. If it is touched, it's to be spoken about. Okay, well that, yeah, that's different then. That, that's what I would assume because yeah just having a joint account where we're both going in there it makes no sense having a joint account is closed if anybody touches money we speak about it and I have my personal account you have your personal account to do whatever you want to do with it and I'm not going to control your personal account like hey I don't that's how I think that it should be put in the personal account should be the allowance opposed to you put X amount inside of the savings because if you tell me to put 10% into my into have put 10% and let's say Kev makes more than I do. He's putting more into the savings than I am. So now, <clears throat> if you really, I mean, it, it's still an imbalance somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So I would have to say I would rather one person who is possibly better at it, put whatever into the joint account and then say, hey, this is what you have left over. Because realistically, when saving, don't you pay yourself first? So if you pay yourself first out of your paycheck, wouldn't you pay the joint account first? And then whatever's left over goes into your free flow account. So if y'all are a team, it should be an equal amount if you guys are doing it like that. Equal amount put into the second into the um into the combined account. Really? And that's where the yeah, conversation it, it, I agree from. with that. It definitely it definitely should be an equal amount that both partners. I, I really don't honestly believe in I don't believe in that um I guess pay by what you earn unless the pay disparity is large. If the pay disparity disparity is very large, then yes, of course, it's not fair. But I feel like if it's within 30, 40%, 30%, 40%, bro. That's a big percent, though. If you're talking numbers, if you're talking 100 grand versus 200,000, 30%, 40% is a big number, brother. I know. I'm talking about, so if, if someone makes 100 grand and, okay, I, I'll say 30. You see what I'm saying? Grand, if someone makes 70 and someone makes 100, in, like living in New York, I feel like you guys can both put in the same amount. 
Yeah, if it's like a hundred grand to like 50, 40, then I say like, no, it's not. I completely understand. You have to do a percentage. Yeah. I, I think that's all between you and your partner though. You know, you guys. But I, to... I definitely agree. I agree with that. I, it's Are definitely you cooking? individual. Are you cleaning? Are you taking out the trash? <laughs> it's not even like that. <laughs> you know, so it's a lot. It's a lot that goes into it, I think. And I, I appreciate your perspective on it, Cheryl, from a female's point of view. Like, if I know if I know I was bad with money and my fiance was better, like Becca was better at managing money, like as a man, that would suck to know like she's budgeting the money. But I know relationships that, that are like that. Well, the, the female is the actual CPA and she just knows how to budget everything better. So it's like, well, I know this is what's coming in and I can sort this out so that we have X amount to do this X amount to do that. And this we could do whatever we want with kind of thing. So it's not I, I don't know. as I, I feel like as a man, I would have a harder time coming to, uh, what would you call it, for lack of better words, being okay with it, letting like, being like, as a man, I just feel like as a man, I, I, I just, I, 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 could, I, I understand what you're saying. The only, but you just said, like, if my wife is a CPA, like, that's her profession. No, I'm just saying, like, I, I, know, I know people I, who are like that. She, she has to handle the money. It makes no sense, like, for me to handle the money. And I have a CPA here. That's just a waste of her talent. And that's just my ego. So, but if she's not a CPA, and I feel like it's, it's not a race, it's not a gender thing. I feel like because some women are better at handling the money, and some women probably are better in stocks. So, if you have that kind of partner, yeah, hell yeah, let her handle that joint account and play with the stock. If he's better, let him do it. I'm on. What, what is your stance, Aljo? You didn't really fully. Well, I, I think I don't think there's a problem with it. And, and from that video, they didn't really give us a lot of um, context Details. for us to really go off of it. You just see the guy in the back, low-key, just smiling and smirking like, I got it made. Just looking like a boss. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this guy is just chilling. She's over here. Like, yeah, he gives me $100. I give him my check. He's just sitting there smiling. I'm like, yo, this guy is hilarious right now. So it was very distracting. But in terms of, like, their relationship, maybe that works. Maybe she's making X amount or maybe he's making more than what she's making and he's more responsible. Maybe she has a, a problem. I have a sister who has a problem with buying stuff when she gets money, like even stuff she doesn't need, you know? So it's like sometimes her and her, her boyfriend would get into it. So it's one of those situations where it's like, if this is going to be better for us to manage the, the extra spending, then it's like, I don't see why it should be an issue as long as the couple it's okay with it. And as long as you're not, like you said, to, as long as you're not being super controlling and like those comments were crazy because they were just coming for her, calling her pretty much, pretty much just dragging her. Like, I'm like, yo, I'm pretty sure sis, sis is not dumb like that. Like, pretty sure like that. I, I hope, I hope not. You know what I mean? Everything's Then what do you need money for on a weekly basis? What'd you say, Kev? If everything's being paid, what do you need money for on a weekly basis? You, what? You guys don't, I mean, it's not random things you see, like snacks, even just clothes. <laughs> I understand people don't go shopping, but I like snacks. $100. I, I just know, I won't buy stores, and I'm just like, <laughs> That's $100 for the week. $100 in snacks? $100 in snacks. Realistically, so you, you, you buy lunch, and yeah. you go to a bar. That's, way, that's, you spend $80 in one day. You buy lunch, and you go to a bar after work. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to a bar every week, but I'm just trying to say, you get one week to go to a bar twice. I mean, 
We're not really arguing a hundred dollars is all right, right? But we just uh, nah, not really. Is, not really, but hundred dollars okay, is, is crazy, bro. Everything's paid for. Like when you when you was in school and your parents paid for everything, what were you spending money on? Yo, yo, bro. <laughs> I'm not living like that no more, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> right? Your parents pay for you, your clothes. <laughs> you know? You got to get them caterpillars for the eyelids. Yeah, I, oh, you guys, you guys just don't like, go out sometimes. You guys don't go out sometimes. And not even, like, go out to an event. Just, like, you go to work or you just step outside. And you come back home, you're like, oh, shit. Wow, I spent, like, $100. Yes. And it's like, what did you really get for it? Like, you don't have nothing physical for it. Just like, wow. Oh, okay. Now, imagine you did and, that five never... days a week. Exactly. Like, yes. but, but, of course, that's where self-control comes in. If you realize she has no control, then... I give you $100. I just, <laughs> that's I just don't I believe you. with that loud. That's why I give you ass $100. Work with that. I don't know. I don't know. We, we got to work something out, but... <laughs> $100 a week to spend on going out, like, I don't know, man. You said what? If you need more than $100 a week to go to spend on going out, then maybe I should be taking your checks. Like, let me hold this down, because you know you wild. <laughs> <laughs> like, I only went out twice this week. I only went out three times this week. I'm like, yeah, it adds up, man. It adds up quick. That could be it definitely adds up. That could but be I feel like between, between Uber Eats, Uber, like, bro, like, $100 can go quick. Yeah, I yeah, know I could go quick. Literally a day, a couple hours, if that. You know? <laughs> as needed, she said. You know, as needed. Yeah, meaning that if she needed more, she could get more. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But she sounds like. You know, but 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 now, male or female, who personally felt comfortable? At, like, imagine you're just on a crazy week. Like you're not even spending that much, but you just need more. Like three weeks in a row, you're gonna feel weird. Accident after a while, like um, can I get some more money? Like it's gonna. Years old, my mother has been able to find this my whole life. My father gives her his whole check, and she goes, Here you go, go play the lotto, <laughs> go <laughs> pork that you eat that I don't that I don't eat, and do whatever else you need to do with it, but don't come back. Yes. Yeah. He's still, he will. He'd be like, yo, lover, and give me a 20 more. Yeah. yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> oh. A lot of people don't like nowadays. You know what I mean? Like he'll he'll buy one pair of sneakers a year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like who's that? Yeah. Dad. Dad. <laughs> but I feel, I feel like that's but I feel like my dad is very he probably he probably could spend less than a hundred dollars. I just feel when you're that old, where are you going? What are you doing? <laughs> like we is that you said what? What are we what doing? Are we doing? <laughs> We're a little different, man. You know that. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we right there. I feel like we right there sometimes. <laughs> nah. And I mean, yeah, just looking back when I was younger, I definitely like I look back now like, wow, what was I doing? Because I definitely was spending. And they're just like, I mean, you, really, you what, see what the nonsense we did working at Luxottica. We go work overtime hours crazy to get time and a half. And we go blow that whole check on some <laughs> dunks. Uh, or some harachis or whatever they were. I'm like, yo, damn, we were really like we wild out. I mean, we were kids, but that's what that's a, it's like we take those habits into our, our adulthood if we don't kind of check it early, you know. I can agree, agree, definitely agree with that. So I feel like it just it could easily be like, like, Cheryl, even now, we can't hear you, we didn't hear what you just said. Parents have to check that, and a lot of us, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of us didn't have that. I mean, all of us that are here all come from immigrants, right? So a lot of them didn't have the American way or, or 
or things that was already established for them. So they didn't know to teach us that when we worked, oh, yeah. it was just to work to gain the experience of working and how to handle money. We were taught that if we wanted to work, it was to buy the stuff that we wanted. Mm-hmm. So it really comes from lack of understanding, you know, but now that we know better, we got to do better. You know, so I can't. I, I can't even lie. My mom, she, I won't say like she told me how to say, but when I started getting checks, she always told me. She told me how to say. I can't even lie. I just didn't. Is she? Yeah. Uh, yeah, she did. My mom was very good with money. I can't even lie. She and to this day, she's still very good with money. What was the lessons that she would teach you though? Like, like how would she break it down to you? She she wouldn't tell me like details like go put your money in. She just told me simple. She opened my first check. She opened my first check in the savings for me. Like, yo, listen, just save your money. And she tried for like the first five months. I'm trying to like give me a paycheck, I'll put it in there, you know. But that shit wore off, and then I just started spending. But yeah, she definitely, I can't. Remember. She definitely. Those SBs, man. Those SBs. Yeah, <laughs> she tried to teach. I said she tried to teach. We know better. Just the basics. Just the basics, though. Didn't tell us what to save for. They just told us save your money. So it didn't make any. Yeah, sense. yeah, yeah. So now yeah. I, my brother the other day about that. He was like, "Yo, now I get it." Like. Save in case something pops up where you got to invest into something. That's what they should have told us, but they just said save your money. We're like, save, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should look at her like, and why, yeah. and why, save your money, and then why? <laughs> Word, like what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my pocket. I gotta right? let it go. Burning, like, uh, I'll let that spicy. thing go. <laughs> but I tell my son now, like, even whatever little money he got, he's had an account, checking like an account since he was born. But now that he's 16, he's able to learn how to actually, you know, maneuver money. He's not working yet. But I tell him, whatever little money you have, you're not supposed to be spending more than, well, you're supposed to put up, what, what no, more than 30, 30%. Sorry, I sound like I don't tell him this, but I really do. Like, you shouldn't spend any more than 30%, even though he doesn't have a credit card right now. But just to teach him that when he does get one, this is how you, this is how you should treat it. So that way it becomes yeah. way of life opposed to, shit, now I got a you know, control myself. You know, if we teach them the right way, like we learn from what we didn't understand, that should only be better. And that's why I was asking you, Topic, because I wasn't sure if you, um, if your mom was giving you like a percentage breakdown, like 10% for this, 20% for that, this you could spend. So I wasn't sure if you, you guys had a conversation in depth like that. So I'm about to say that would be pretty yeah. dope, but she, either she, way, for her she, teaching, that's still pretty cool. We kind of did, but her number was everything. <laughs> like there was no number one save everything. But you know Every, what? Like the- is? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, that, that's all I was saying. My um, one of my white friends. Yeah, she white. <laughs> <laughs> one of my white friends actually, her mom sat down with her and explained to her how credit works. You know why she should only use under a certain amount, and just like to map out writing out your, you know, what you get per week and how to pay your bills. And when she told me that, I was like, wow, <laughs> nobody did that with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. And if it's me, I can only imagine how many of us also had, you know, never got that talk, like, you know, like a real conversation to really understand. Um, I think that's important. So as long as, you know. I feel like nobody did that with our parents either. No, but also so, they came. You got to learn it from somewhere. Facts, yeah. Never involved, though. We just got to, like, learn. We gotta. We know this now, so we gotta pass it on. Like their, their their generation was like cash is king. You know what I mean? I feel like that's how they was talking. Like, Facts. That Facts. mattress money. That mattress money. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a little, <laughs> definitely different for them. But it, and I think that's why it's good for like us and even not even just us like here, but minorities in, in general. I feel like we're starting to realize uh, how to slowly come up. And like we're I'm, I feel like the younger people are starting to show a, a shift in their, their mental mindset in terms of how they look at money, whether or not they're they're working to go get it looking at investments. I see younger kids talking about NFTs and, and doing all this Forex stuff. I'm like, yo, yeah, I didn't know anything about the stock market when I was in high school. I can't in school. And I think it's kind of crazy to see, well, not crazy, but good to see all these younger people like taking notice to this and actually taking charge of where they want to be for their future. So I, I, I like seeing that. I agree. I feel like generation under us, a little wild, but they're definitely, they're different, but they're definitely like kind of more aware. Their music is trash, though. I tell you that. <laughs> they're different. But they're, different. <laughs> they're more aware. That's what I have is like our parents taught us what they thought was best at that time. Mm-hmm. So are we teaching them? Or are they learning what we think is the best at now? So how? Who's to say? Like I always think that. Yeah. <clears throat> good for them, you know what I mean? Because as you can see, like the dollar is really crashing right now. I mean, that should crash and burn a long time ago. Very- <laughs> I mean, but that's. But that's history. Like, history repeats itself. The dollar's always crashed. Like, not always crashed, but it's had its low. I don't know if this is the lowest. This is not the lowest it's ever been, historically. So I feel like... It- Man, I went to the Bahamas and a dollar, <coughs> I was like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when did y'all, y'all go again? Went October. October. Yeah, for my birthday. How, but, how was it? It was nice. I, I just, like I said, it was like I was, went, I was going to Miami. You know what I mean? I was like, I get a bang for my buck here. Like, what's going on? And like, he gets serious. I like to party. <laughs> yeah, I like to count, my, <laughs> count the money. Like, like <laughs> you have Hold up. This bill's due. <laughs> my bill's due. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I feel you, man. I feel you. Because you, you typically go to those countries thinking that you're going to get, like, a crazy deal because you spent the bread to get there. And then, like, the money is not the same. You got to research that before you go, man. In some countries, you get the bang of your buck. Yeah, some Mexico. Countries go. Oh. It's so I'm not a fan of Mexico, bro. I've never been. I, I, it's too, I don't know. I never really cared to go to Mexico. I'm thinking I'll go about to buying Tulum, a property over there. I'll go to Tulum. I'll go to Tulum, man. How oh. deep in Mexico? Somewhere where it's warm year-round. <laughs> and near the water. <laughs> deep. <laughs> this way, in case anybody wants to go, we got a nice little vacation spot we can go chill at, you know? One of my friends, he actually does a Sleepy Bear sponsorship for me. Um, they just bought a villa over there. I think it's, they said it has five units, whatever. But the price he paid for it was crazy. Um, I want to say roughly around like half a mil or something like that, which is a steal. And, and you get five units, you can rent it out year year long. Yeah, yeah. All these people that are coming in on boats and stuff. So you're, you're making money right off the rip. And... On top of that, it's it's not like the states where we pay property taxes every year. They pay for it, and that's it. No more expense. All you have to do is pay for your utilities, and that's it. You're just chilling. So you have a house. You're hanging out. If you take your money from the states, go there, retire. You're living like a king for the rest of your life if you want to. You know. So it's like those are the type of things like I kind of want, but obviously, you know, I, I want kids and stuff. So, so I I don't want to force them to live a certain way. That suits me, you know. So I don't know. I, I just look at those type of things, and and hopefully it's something that we could probably do in the future. Because I know we're supposed to be doing this Airbnb soon, right? Can I ask you a question? <laughs> What's that? 
what do you think about like okay so mark what's his name what's his name the guy who owns yes mark cuban he bought Uh, a couple of acres in texas for about seven hundred and thirty thousand dollars it's a whole town the whole town (laughs) How, how many acres uh, I don't remember the, the exact amount of acres. I don't want to lie, but I know it's the equivalent to a whole little town in Texas. Okay. So what do you think about investing in something like that opposed to Mexico? I mean, of course, property tax and things like that. But when you own so much land in the States, you have a huge voice in government. True. I, I think, I think it's cool. Um, the, the only thing I would say like in terms of what I was talking about a little bit earlier was just like the weather and having a beach right there. That's really, really nice that you can jump into. You <laughs> know what I mean? So that, that, that's what I'm talking about. But in terms of, of a, uh, an investment, I think that's like, that's gold. I mean, you sure he bought it for like 700,000 though, for that much acres? Like that's kind of crazy. That seems like it's, mad low. It's, pro- it's probably in the middle of nowhere, bro. It's probably abandoned. I, I think I did see something like that. I didn't see the price though, but. And even if it- developed and it is like a small town that's a huge that it's a it's a town you're Mark Cuban town the mayor of the town you're the owner of the town, <laughs> the town. hold a voice in government that's bigger than even a five hundred thousand dollar investment in Mexico in my opinion no I agree I'm just saying that beach is that beach is nice though <laughs> beach on your property <laughs> When I take my lawn chair over there, my Mai Tai, oh, it's kind of nice. On, put the VR on and just feel the heat. <laughs> the Oculus. <laughs> oh, be- man. Now, nah, you're right, though. I mean, that would be something of interest for sure. I mean, I would definitely do it. Um, I think even now, like we like us as us as a group, we were talking about doing like an Airbnb kind of an arbitrage type of thing. We were watching some videos and I mean, I did it back home with my house in New York um, before uh, the Pedro Munoz fight. And then after that fight, my, my popularity got a little bit higher. So then I had to stop because it got weird because people started to come to my house that knew me. And that was like really, really weird. So now like doing that, I was making more money doing that than actually renting the rooms individually. So now we got this. We were talking about this, and this is something that we want to do, just kind of do a little investment together. And I think this would be cool as friends coming up from such uh, so many years, like to do something where we could actually all make money and benefit from. I think it would be something cool. And I think it would bring the bond closer with everybody. And who knows, it could branch off into something even bigger, you know? So, like a relationship, you know, yeah. finances got to be discussed. <laughs> and that's always like a tough thing, of course, you know, like in a relationship or, friendship or anything like that you know finances aren't always the easiest thing to talk about but in order to really make a move like that y'all gotta discuss finances and then y'all also have to hold each other accountable you know so are those things being put into place well tope is just gonna teach us he's just gonna make sure that he teaches some responsibility (laughs) i just i'm the money man the person who's the most responsible who understands money could could Control the account. I'm not. I'm. It's not about control. Just more so. Nah. Yeah. It's no control has, for the account. Th- th- there has to be some kind of like. You have to hold people accountable, and I, I'm big on accountability. That's my thing. Is just giving somebody a check is not holding someone accountable. That's just easy. Too easy. It's like we we have a business, and I'm not in the business. I'm I miss all the meetings, but I'm I'm giving money. Okay. This is not my strong suit, bro. Meetings is not my strong suit. No, bro. What the fuck? This is you're in the business. You, you fuck. You focus, and you come in to meet. Like, 
Accountability. Oh, wait. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, as a boss or as someone who manages anything, right? Like, if you have a manager department or whatever the case may be, you got to delegate. Correct? Yes. Agree. So, not everything you're going to directly have your fingers in. You know, I have an accountant in my business. So, therefore, that means that I'm going to review what's done. But I'm not necessarily always in everything because I might be doing something else. I got to delegate. You know, anybody that runs a business is going to delegate. You're going to delegate somebody to handle certain parts. So we're not necessarily going to have our foot in everything. So how do you handle not being able to necessarily, do you want to do every single thing or do you not want to delegate? Like, how do y'all, how do you figure that part out? I, I think micromanaging is, is tough. Like, I used to try to do everything myself. And then I learned the hard way is like, trying to do everything yourself, just spread yourself too thin. And then you end up getting less done trying to do all these little things when you could be better suited, just doing this one thing that you're stronger at. And that's kind of like what we were talking about with the couple. When I was saying about the finances, it's like, you're, you're struck like to, to put in that much effort to get better in an area where your partner could kind of take over that and just make sure you guys are good as long as you guys are good, but that has to be discussed. But that's, that's kind of the same way I feel about business and, and going into business with other people you, you, you won't, there's not enough hours in a day unless it's like your own business, like you're um, self-employed, that type of thing, 1099 worker, you're independent contractor, you're doing your own thing, like you're doing a carpenter business or something like that. That's you. That's you all day long from everything from beginning to end. But if you're going to start to expand, now you got to start delegating. Someone's going to have to answer the phone. Someone's going to have to do this. Someone's going to have to set up the payroll and do all these other things. So then it starts to become somewhat of a system where you have to really learn to trust people in order to get ahead to that next, that next level, I think. Cause you're not going to clean all your Airbnb. No, I, and I used to clean my Airbnb myself and I was paying myself for my time for cleaning. And I'm like, I could have just been paying somebody. It's still good though, that you were doing that. If you, if, if it is just one, but as you, like you said, as you grow, you yeah. need it. you're going to have to delegate work. Cause you can't, you can't clean every unit if you get more than one. You know, it might be in another location. So you're going to have to trust. You're going to have to create a team. And, and there is a such thing as like a silent partner, silent investors, where people that don't want to do anything, they just want to give you the yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, back <laughs> and back away, yeah. But what are your thoughts on that, Tim? On what? Like, like a silent investor. Delegating and... Well, I mean, I'm not... Hey, talk for tip, but I'm as we're doing this as a team, I'm sure like nobody wants to be a silent in, investor. Yeah, because it's just one, it's just one. So, for the first one, I think it would be nice if everyone could get involved. Everyone, yeah, yeah, I feel everyone got to get their feet wet just to at least you don't have to like be the strongest in it, but just know what's going on. You got to be able to, and, like, it's just one right now, like you said, it's just one. You got to be able to know when you're getting, I guess, screwed because if you know how things work, then you'll know when. <laughs> you know, yeah. the way it's supposed to be going, so people don't get over on you. That's why I kind of want to learn all the ins and out. I don't want to be in all the ins and out, but I want to know what's what's right and wrong. You know what I mean? Like, but Aljo has experience. That's the thing because he has participated in it. So true. what? What? What do you? What advice do you have? Or what do you think about like what you've done with Airbnb? You said you've cleaned your own unit, which is fire because you know sometimes you do have to get into it and handle it yourself. Yeah. So what else? Would you have to like say about doing Airbnb? For for me, the biggest thing that I realized that was the most important was just communicating and having the best customer service that you could possibly offer. 
And I think that's what people really want when they get go away for something. It should kind of feel like they're in almost like a hotel, but not really. Like they're still living in my house, but they respect the grounds. But at the same time, I still treat them as a guest. I still treat them as they're important. And obviously their business is important to me. I've had, I've had people come back yeah. to, to rebook with me. I've actually taken people out to fights to go watch fights with me. And they're like, this is the best Airbnb experience I've ever had in my life kind of thing, you know? And uh, I'm doing it here in Vegas again. And I'm training this guy who to kind of wants to be a property manager, but he's kind of just starting his business, which is a cleaning service. But I'm giving him a kickback of the percentage, about 10%. And um, I'm having him learn like pretty much underneath me of what I know and just showing him how I want things done. And then from there, uh, hopefully when I'm away, he can run everything like the nuts and bolts of everything. I don't really even have to pick up the phone unless it's like someone sending a message on Airbnb and I have to respond because it's something directly related to me that I need to answer about the property kind of thing. So, I mean, that, I think that's the best advice. Cause he, there was one message where he kind of got a little aggressive without realizing he was getting aggressive. Like, Hey, what are you doing? Do you want to book it or not? Kind of thing. And I was, and I had to send him a message on the side, like, Hey man, when you do that, you kind of come off a little bit creepy. (laughs) You're talking to a female. So it gets a little weird. So you got to be careful Mm -hmm. how you talk to people. Cause the last thing I want is to have my place associated with someone running it like that, you know? So personable and just, just being, being a good host. That's what it's all about. It's about the Airbnb host experience, I think. And I think that's what people enjoy the most. Um, yeah. It's so funny. Like, I've used Airbnbs for, like, a long time. I love Airbnbs. Me, personally, the best Airbnb experiences I have, when they're leaving the hell alone. <laughs> I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to see you. Like, I, I, I just want, I respect when they just have distance. Like, Text me if I, I just give me a distance, bro. Like, I got your crib, don't worry. I'm not a savage. Read my reviews. Just leave me alone. <laughs> like, and and in our business, I would kind of want to do something like that too. Like, listen, we're not gonna be on you. We're not gonna, but we got to see where we are for that. It's, we're not there. We're not there. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's how it goes. I guess um, he sounds like a super host, is what they call it. <laughs> so, I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. So you can kind of have a little bit of preference over the people that you have in there too. You know, you kind of, uh, so it's all I, all the information that I got from the videos. <laughs> yeah. But, you can accept and deny if you want this person, if they look sketchy, I had Airbnb like send me a message for someone that tried to book. And they were like, this person has been trying to book last minute stuff and it's very sketch. And we think they're trying to throw a large party or something. I was like, all right, I don't want to even risk it. Just deny. And then they messaged me. I'm like, say, sorry, man. Airbnb said that I can't let you book. So I'm just, I don't know. You got to talk to them. Like default out. Hey, I'm still being very nice to you. I'm sorry. It didn't work out. Hope you find something. Boom. Easy. And like Tope said, leave them the hell alone. I know people want their privacy. I don't want to see you either. I don't want to see you. I want to Wait, did you have anything else you want to ask me about the Airbnb or? No, I think that was good. I, think that was- I do want to do something cool though, like, like, like when people come in, they either do like water bottles, like little small ones for them, custom water bottles, like, hey, you get two water bottles for your stay, kind of thing, just like a welcome gift, like to justify the pricing, just to make you feel like okay. Set up something. What's that? Set up a little something, like a little corner, like a little, you know, something. Like a little welcome gift, like, but in order to do that, I have to make sure that this guy 
replenishes everything when it's like when it's needed. You know, so it can't be like you can't you can't drag your feet. You know what I mean? So I just got to make sure he's going to be the, the guy. So before I start doing too much, offering this and offering that, and then next thing you know, I can't deliver. So then you got to discuss also like, look, this is what you're going to be held accountable to do. If I am low on water bottles, you know, you need to have some type of inventory. If he's not going to be the one to do the inventory for you, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You can know when to order. Even if you do it via Amazon, so you don't have to touch your property if you go away or whatever the case may be. If you're low, you order, you send it, and he handles it. You know, there should be some type of a spreadsheet, maybe just based off of inventory. You know, I used to work in sales at Nordstrom, and we did inventory every year to see what we had versus what we didn't have, what we could sell, what we can't sell. So. In any business, you're gonna have to take inventory into consideration. A towel might be dirty. A towel might get messed up. You gotta go ahead, order four more. Like you know, just inventory. Period. So maybe he needs to be taught how to do inventory, cleaning, and managing bookings. Like all of those things. That way, you can have less pressure on you, and you can continue to delegate. You know, and he could create his team as he continues to learn. The the one thing I was thinking about with the inventory is like for like toilet paper and and bounty rolls, like. How would you exactly know how much he bought and be able to track like every single roll? Like that's that's what I was thinking about. I was like, there's got to be a more efficient way to do this where I know like, okay, they used up two, it gets deducted. Like, I don't know if there's something out there like that that makes it super easy for people to just mark down. But then it's like, I don't have to micromanage him and tell him like, you need to track this every single time. You, you know, because then it becomes like, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's doing too much. Yeah, I, I, would, I mean, I don't, I don't, I've never done it before, but so, but I would just, isn't, yeah, tracking paper towels? Yeah, like, like, to, like you order a roll of 24 toilet papers, right? No, no, I, oh, I get it. But, I get but more so, like, you just put it downstairs when it's done, you replace it. Yeah. And but you have cameras, but you have cameras you're in the crib. I don't know, you're not yeah. taking them, taking them home to wipe your ass. You know what I mean? You, so, you, 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 listen, listen, you have cameras in your crib. Yeah. And he comes in on a set schedule. He doesn't come in whenever he wants. He comes in Monday, Wednesday, three o'clock. So you know, three o'clock, you check that camera. Four o'clock, he's supposed to be out. Four o'clock, you look at the camera. Okay. Make sure he's leaving with nothing. Make sure he's leaving with nothing. And how you I mean, check, I was, how, you, how you check he's not leaving with nothing if he's got like his bag of cleaning gear and everything. You see what I'm saying? So it's like listen. listen, listen so you, you buy cleaning equipment, you leave it in your house. He has a little corner. Wait. You you leave you come empty-handed. Or you leave empty-handed. Are you straight up tell them that. <laughs> yes, but just have to purchase inventory for your guests. So what you what I would do, and this is what no, I no, I agree with inventory. I'm just like, the paper towel thing. I just think that's a little bit too much. I would use an Excel sheet. Everything I do, I do everything Excel. I you know it, it just and I'm I know y'all are familiar with Excel. So if you <clears throat> go to Costco or you order from Costco two rolls, um, two boxes of tissue or toilet paper or Bounty. I think Bounty comes with like 10 of them in a box, right? Let's yeah. say two boxes. You're going to put in your Excel sheet, 20 Bounty rolls. So now when your person comes to clean on Tuesday after the person leaves, they say to you, okay, you have 18 Bounty rolls left. So now you're going to write that on your Excel sheet so you know that you need to replenish unless you don't want to be involved in it. That's the thing. Because now if you don't want any involvement and you're going to leave that up to the person, the property manager, and you gotta trust them, and you gotta trust them, and they're gonna have to do that for you. Unless you want to be the boss, you want to be in all those meetings, and you want to. <laughs> <laughs> right. See, that's where it gets a little, a little crazy. Cause I, I, I haven't seen any real like YouTube videos of anyone teaching like how to exactly do the inventory from like, like a remote location. 
you know, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I really haven't seen it. Like, that's like the only one missing piece, I think. I, I would think cameras is, is the best bet. Have no. a camera. You have a, you have an inventory closet that camera. I thought camera would be the best, bet. the Excel sheet, it could definitely work. But again, you have to trust whoever's in charge of that Excel sheet. So, cameras. So, you got three properties. You're going to check the cameras for every single one to make sure no one's like walking out with an extra roll of t- toilet paper for their crib or for their next unit. If I feel like I, my thing is I won't be on it checking a daily, but I will have everything scheduled. House, they come Monday, three, Tuesday. If, something, if I feel something is missing, I know I can go to us. Tuesdays at three o'clock, I got to watch those little camera frames. They could get like tedious, where it's like, yo, am I really like nickel and diamond kind of thing? Or is like, do I feel like but I'm getting I, robbed? Or I, like, how do you make Excel, it like just streamlined? So it's it, like, you, you could take yourself away from the picture and just kind of step back and let it kind of run itself. That's kind of where, where I was trying to figure out how to make it work for the inventory. I feel like that's, that's something so small to worry about. It, it, yeah, it is. Yeah, it, in hindsight, yeah, it is, man. Let him take a let him like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Like, if the whole 24 is gone, I understand. What? <laughs> no, it's because y'all are men. It don't matter. I know I go to them hotels and I take the extra toilet paper. Oh, you I they put that in the pipe. I never did that. I take the towel. I take a sweat what? towel before I take a paper towel. I take, nah. I take a tissue. You add a you, the price of a roll. You add it to your Airbnb price. Okay, somebody steals right. it, you reimbursed already. You know what I'm saying? All right. That's that's actually very clever, Kevin. I'm not gonna front. That's actually very clever. You be in it charge is. of all the inventory, right? I guess the goal you buy a, a, a pack of whatever rolls, 24 count, whatever. You put it in the storage, and now you got your cleaning lady in, in charge of the storage. So now you know that you know you got X amount in the storage area, and you know what I mean. Who's going to buy the other toilet paper? No, you don't even need a camera in there. I'm just saying, like, you, you know, the camera in there outside the house. Both places. So, so basically, like, just put a camera everywhere, brother. A camera, but at least each booking uses a toilet paper roll. But who's so buy 24 pound count? You know what I mean? Of, of route, you might be lucky. Somebody might not might not take it. Might might not wipe their ass the whole weekend. Shower. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you at least you know that each time somebody books, they use a roll. Now, if it gets over that, you'd be like, all right, I got to, you know, start questioning $2. somebody. Yeah, right. <laughs> now nah, you're right. Things, but, you know. Or just, just get a bidet. I what wouldn't get, get a bidet. Solves everything right there. Solves everything. Money? No, because whatever is the booking fee that I made, I made it. What's I don't want to have to take out an extra dollar. <laughs> 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 like no, I don't even we know. have our stuff replenished. If the cleaning lady says we got two left, I'm gonna look at my Excel sheet to see and say how we only no, got two not. left. No, you're well, not. We had six left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you gonna do that for like the first week, and then you're gonna be like, all right, there's too many bookings to keep up with. Like, whatever, man. I work with Excel spreadsheets. Imagine two years after doing that, you're, you're not. Yeah, you're gonna stop. Take different tabs. I've been doing Excel sheets. <laughs> yeah. This is just annoying, bro. I overlook it. No, um, Netflix. You know what I mean. Yeah, so, Netflix when I go to an Airbnb. I need stars. I need all of that. No. Yeah. So I, I'm. I got the fire stick. I didn't put it down there yet, but I, I'm gonna put the fire stick in there, and I'm gonna put a little mini speaker, and I'm gonna put like the welcome sign, like type up something nice, get it printed, and put it in the the little laminated thing, 
And it's going to be like, music is welcome. So that people feel like, yo, you're here in Vegas. It is like, this is Vegas. Just respect the quiet hours kind of thing, whatever. But outside of that, I did want to ask you, Cheryl, um, uh, makeup wipes. This was a thing that they were talking about. Like sometimes girls come home, obviously it's Vegas. They're going to be drunk as hell. They're going to maybe forget to, to bring their makeup wipes. And then they're going to start taking t- uh, the white. Love your wife. Wipe their face. And then the face is going to be in the towel. Like, <laughs> go buy another towel. Go buy some more towels right now. <laughs> so, so I saw one thing that someone was saying, like uh, they would take like um, makeup wipes, the packets, and then just leave them out. But then I'm like, but what if they steal the whole packet? Them things, them things are expensive. They're like $6 for a pack. I mean, and that's not but a lie. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah work, bro. You can't be thinking like, that's, that's very little. <laughs> Bro, bro, if I give you a pack, put in a you take the I whole thing, Kev, that's crazy. For one cap set, just put it in, a, if you're that worried about it, put it in the price, $600. But the I, price fluctuates. See, that's the difference. The, pl- the price fluctuates on smart pricing because based on how many people are looking, the price goes up or it goes down. So it's like, you yeah, might recoup that money, but you really that's might not recoup not. You, 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 you know how you put it? Put it in a cleaning fee. I've seen some outrageous cleaning fees on fucking Airbnbs. See, I they put the some outrageous fees, stuff in the cleaning fees. And then when you want the house, you get it. But yeah, put in the cleaning fee because it's always the same. Um, the makeup wipes, I think, is actually a really good idea. I don't think that a lot of Airbnb people even do that. But if you're going to protect your towels, then I guess so. Now, if you use majority white, I would definitely invest in something for them to pull each wipe out one by one. But if you switch up your towels and only two white towels and maybe throw a gray and a yellow one in there, like a splash of color, mm-hmm. chances are to use the darker color one and not the white one, which will save your white towel, and you just gotta wash the other one. You, you, you don't, people, I don't trust people. People are just why people. would you get white towels? I would never get white towels. White is known for luxury when doing Airbnb. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I know that, but no, <laughs> no, I've seen what I've seen white towels at Airbnb. This shit is so disgusting, be dingy. Like I just hate when I see white towels. Like use the fucking color towel, please. Make me feel like it's clean. White tie, I just see dingy. Like, ew, I'm not using that. Huh? I use any other color but white. That ass. I don't know. I love this brand new. Like hotel towels, I can fuck them. Them should be quite white. That is white. You see it? See, y'all wildin'. Yeah. Y'all wildin'. You're like my brother. Y'all. Look I need wild. white. I need white dog. I need to know it's Bro. on them sheets. Okay. I, I, be- I don't. I don't even wear white like that. White shirts because I'm. Just, I don't like white. It's just too easy to get dirty. And I hate when you see a dirty white shirt or anything white that, that's dirty. Ugh. Yeah. But that's why you got to limit it. <laughs> white is needed to grab the consumer's eye where you get the pops of color just to kind of, you know, exactly to kind of be like, all right. So I, I'll have like a white hand towel maybe, but that's it. Wipe uh-huh. your ass and your body. Nah, bro. You got to get color. After a few washing. For your yeah, ass and your body. <laughs> Yo, you're gonna be investing in white towels every like every few months. So imagine you just get that one dirty person who don't know how to shower. Ugh. <laughs> imagine a black towel you don't know. Oh my word! God. I'm not using the towels. Stop <laughs> for me. You it's, 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 see nothing on that thing, it's, it's, bro. It's an illusion of safety. Someone, I see a black towel, I just think it's clean. Like, oh, okay. I see a dingy white nah. towel. No, nah, I see a dingy it. white towel. I'm be inspecting that thing. What? Listen, what you, what you don't see don't hurt you, man. <laughs> what, you, what you don't see don't hurt you. <laughs> yeah, but Cheryl, where where could you get something where you could like 
So I don't want to just leave the whole pack of wipes because then they're going to be like, nah, this is dope. I'm taking this home. Baby wipes. And that's another thing, too. Don't use makeup wipes. Use baby wipes. Baby wipes you can find for $1.99 at the highest. Literally. Huggies baby wipes. Sometimes you can find them at Dollar Tree. You could probably order them on Amazon. And then you get the baby wipes container, which you could pull out one by one. Bitches will you? Sorry. Women will use that one. <laughs> you know, if a baby can use it, they will feel safe enough to use it on their face. So it saves you and it still makes you look good because it's like you care, you know? So you're saying to buy the makeup wipes and then put them in the baby wipe container or you're saying to just use baby wipes? I would use, just use baby wipes. And that works for makeup? Yeah. I've taken all, I mean, if you put some coconut oil on there or whatever, but women will use <laughs> baby wipes, especially if they come in home from a night of Vegas. I've been a couple of times and I won't okay. so <laughs> you know I feel like you should worry more about it being on your sheets than yeah. your hand towel oh do you never use baby wipes before I mean I use them but not for like makeup what not back in the day didn't you <laughs> <laughs> no no <laughs> uh, wrong guy <laughs> um there was one other thing I wanted to talk about uh, obviously, I don't want us to go up too late. What time is it over there for you guys right now? Yeah, it's about to be 12. 11. Shoot. Oh, yeah, 11.25. Um, I, I wanted to talk to you guys about um the holidays. because This was another topic that we were talking about that got a little spicy. And um, so here's my perspective. I feel oh, like the holidays okay. are a great time for giving, right? But growing up, I feel like I would look at like rappers and celebrities on TV and you see like their, their Valentine's day, their birthday gifts, their Christmas, and they would ball out crazy. And I always thought like, okay, one day maybe I could do that. Fast forward as I was fighting, whatever, making decent money. And I'm like starting to do these things. And I'm looking at my account. I'm like, yo, this is kind of crazy what I'm spending my money on because these holidays are like back to back to back. And then I almost feel entitled that I have to get this person, something, that person, something, that person, something. And I'm like, instead of me getting ahead, so now my perspective is I look at it like the people who are still trying to work their way up, we look at that and then we, we kind of not realize we're keeping up with the Joneses without actually thinking about it. So every time we, we build up our account, we drain it again just, just because of a holiday. Then we drain it again for another holiday. And then we drain it again for another holiday. And then we try to build it back up again. So th- that's, that's kind of like the way I shifted my mentality to be like, all right. You could do the very bare minimum for it for now for these couple of years. And then the next few years, when you get to where you want to be, then it's going to be like, it, it doesn't even matter. Like, you know what I mean? If, if that makes any type of sense. I don't know if mm-hmm. you're following on that. It does. I mean, okay, so I watch Housewives of Beverly Hills, right? And on the Housewives of Beverly Hills, you have extremely rich women. Yeah. Uh, them being Kathy Hilton. Hilton, y'all all know the last name. Hotels, all of that stuff, right? And she said that for Christmas, her and her husband a sweatshirt now we talk about people that have a ton of money <laughs> and for holidays she's not buying her man an island she's not buying him a new car she's not buying him an automars or whatever the watches are called she's buying him a <laughs> you know what i'm saying because it's like realistically you have to ask yourself why are you buying it and i like the fact that you said you really kept it a stack just now by saying, like, you know, we're doing it because we're trying to keep up with the Joneses. So once you realize that you're doing it for the wrong reasons, that alone says that you can be doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to, people, whoever's in your life should understand what your goals are. And if they don't understand what your goals are and how you're trying to move, 
then that's it. If their mind frame is to set up to just have these things that everybody else has, these um unrealistic relationship goals and unrealistic goals overall, it's like you have to question that person's uh what's the court what's the word I'm looking for? Their priorities. That, that, no, but that you gotta question that person's uh, drive no, but why? maybe their value to your relationship or to you to where you want to go like, why is this what's important to you are you losing me for this or no why do you think just because you see it online you feel like this is how we should live like that's i've seen guys do that i've actually one time i was in a relationship a few years ago and somebody who never gave money for anything that was relevant would buy these christmas gifts. And I used to be so annoyed. ass Christmas. You don't even got it. Wait, just losing you a little bit, Cheryl, from the mic. Sorry. No, I was saying, why would this person who doesn't really have it be buying these expensive Christmas gifts? So uh-huh. what it was was it was just what he saw everyone else doing and felt he needed to do it either for the picture on Instagram or, you know, just like I said to Kev the other day, everybody's taking pictures and matching Christmas pajamas. Nobody was doing this before. What started this trend? No, for real. It's because we saw other people do it. So because you see other people do it, you want to prove to everybody else in some way, you might not admit this out loud, that your relationship is just as great as this one or we're just as happy or we look just as cute in these pajamas. And it's like, it's all for no reason. I kind of want to do it too. I'm not going to lie because so, I saw everybody else do it. Like, <laughs> we, 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 we don't have nothing like that. Oh, before we get sidetracked, I want to also address um, this topic. <laughs> So I agree with certain parts from both um, from both of you guys. Um, I stand different. Um, I stand different, but so, but you sound like so you in court. You sound like you in court right now. Why? <laughs> like you about to testify? <laughs> <laughs> testify never. But um, so I'll do it. to go. What you say when you were younger? You like you would see rich people get rich, and so when I was younger, I would see rich people buy rich people stuff, and to me, it was never crazy. Like I, I would see. A rich, like a rich person get a nice car and yeah he got a nice car but to me personally i never got crazy about it why because they can afford that yeah to me it's like they can afford that so t- why am i getting crazy about them buying something they can afford to me someone who is in my who's in my status going to get, get, go get a bentley or go go get one of those luxury cars they can afford it to me that's like oh shit wow word he did that like i didn't know he had it like that but if i know you have it like that to me like yes it's nice what you're doing but anyway so my view, my views on gifts is someone like you said, um, for the, the Beverly housewives, someone like that. I'm assuming they normally spend on each other probably throughout the whole year. I'm just assuming I don't know. Just I'm assuming more so, man, huh? They probably do everything possible to man, like exactly, oh. ex- exactly. So, in that aspect, I understand, but me personally, I feel like if you're not necessarily gifting your partner or you guys are not buying each other things the whole year and you guys make enough like decent money i feel like christmas only comes one once a year there's really no excuse christmas comes once a year it never changes we know when it's coming i'm not saying you go break the bank and you go break your budget and you go you go you're going hungry to go buy a gift but i do feel that's the time of giving like yeah but i think i i believe i believe i believe in giving nice gifts Christmas. To me, my thing is, of course, if you can afford it, don't go above above your limit. But I believe, yeah, it's Christmas. Who doesn't want to 
see their and my thing is significant other that that's like they get the biggest gifts what's at this nice age that we though? are like what's a price range me, for like a nice gift so i'll get there but let me just say this. before <laughs> we, before we get to gift in the whole i feel like your significant other gets a gift uh-huh. and that's it at this age is the kids your friends it's nice if you get them a gift but it's not about them it's most of the kids your family your brothers your sisters it's about their kids like it's nice if you get them a gift but they shouldn't be expecting it at this age it's more about the kids now I feel like your significant other should be the only one who's really kind of getting a nice, very okay. And to me, what's your price range? To me, it's, it's, there's no price. Like, I would no, I'm say, just saying, you just said a nice, like a nice gift. So I'm saying, like, what would that, like, what would that price range be around? Like, so, so but that's for thing, you to, nice for gift. you, for you, for you to feel like this was a nice gift because I spent around this much. Like, I don't know if that's the way you equate it. I don't know. I don't equate it. Like, I'm also equated as more is a nice gift for you. What you, what you bring in. A nice gift for Mayweather is not going to be a $500 Gucci shoe. That's not a nice gift for someone like Mayweather. But like, no, what? we're not talking it's about Mayweather. Probably, we're talking about, okay, we're talking but, about you right now. We're talking for, about me, you. for me personally and where I'm at, I, I yeah. would say right now where I'm at, I would say between for Christmas, and it's not necessarily one gift, but you should be able to spend between one and three K on your girl. Between. Doesn't you have to spend three K is the max and one K is the minimum. For Christmas on your girl. I feel like if you, you should be able to, and again, not everybody's in my, so yeah. that's not the number for people my age or whatever. It's the number for what I'm bringing. Now, I think it just, it, it, sorry. I guess I, I, I get what you're saying. The, so what if you have like, you have a girl for a couple of years, or maybe you just start dating your girl, maybe a, a year in and it's mm-hmm. your first Christmas together but you have a goal to buy a crib in the next five years and you're on track to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the holidays are killing you in terms of like you get into that goal faster or when you should get to that goal, because obviously living mm-hmm. in New York is super expensive to buy mm-hmm. a house. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. every little bit really does matter when it comes to mm-hmm. a mindset like that to get to where you want to be. So I guess that I'm coming from like that, that mindset of if I but want even- something, in this climate of where I'm living, it's really hard to do that if I'm not really financially buckled down to to get that. And sometimes I think the way I used to be, it's like if I want to buy this for Becca or buy that, even though I know I didn't really have it like that, but I, I would try to do the best that I can. You got to know yourself. And I agree with you. You got to know yourself and know your limits. But again, I just feel Christmas is the same day every year. It doesn't change. It's no excuse. That's how I look at it. Yes, I get you have the bigger picture. You want to save for a house. Of course, save for the house. And if if it comes to whether saving for the house or a gift, always pick the house. But my thing is more so you know Christmas is coming. You know you're saving for a house. So why not just either find a way to do something extra legal or not, I mean, just <laughs> save a, save a little extra money. Do what you got to do. That, that's how I just look at it. Do what you got to do. I just feel, especially if you're not giving the whole year. Like, if you're giving the whole year and you're buying it, and that's how I kind of feel about Valentine. Me, personally, I take my girl out. Not, we go out all the time. All the time, we're kind of out. So when I, I don't say I don't celebrate Valentine, but I look at Valentine, I don't feel pressured to take her out. Why? Because I feel like we do this all the time. Like, yes, today's a special day. I'm still yeah, going to take you out. it's supposed to be I, even more special. Yeah, why? Why? To me, why? And not for Valentine's Day when Christmas is not her birthday, just like Valentine's Day isn't her birthday. So I feel okay, like look, birthday. I still take that. I still celebrate Valentine's Day, but me personally, I, I'm not as crazy as most people on Valentine's. I, I just really don't get it. Cupid, I, I just honestly don't. I think someone made that up and just like Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> hey, Christmas at least has some religion built into it. Allegedly. Valentine, but I Valentine do- does not. So yeah, Valent- but yeah. I I want to say though, I think that overall, <clears throat> all of the holidays, period, like normal guys, like how like you know you're a normal guy, like Kev's a normal guy, like you know you got to deal with social media. So your girl's on social media. She's on a shave room. She's seen Quavo buy Sweetie a car. Uh, An Jordan, island. Yeah, Jordan just got a Louis Vuitton jacket and a <laughs> and some other shit. Uh, like, you know. Sorry to just stop right there, Cheryl. I I generally don't think my girl's like that, and hey, I'm not like that. Yeah, I I, no, wait, I wish she we're not I wish she was here right now. I wish she was here. I don't. Right yeah, but I can generally say my girls because she's not materialistic at all. It's not, not about it's not about Topay. She's not influenced by social media. It's not about Topay's girl. And it's not necessarily about Kev and Kev's girl. And it's not necessarily about Aljamain and Aljo's girl. But it's just overall men. Oh, oh okay. okay. Men in 2021, it's it is a bit hard out here because you competing with your girl. Yeah, being on social media, seeing all of these celebrities do these extravagant. I mean, they weren't doing this shit when we was kids. Even though, even they weren't going this hard. Like, you know, they might have. They, they were. We, they were. We just didn't know. We just didn't have might, social media. Might have rich, rich men spend money. <laughs> People that's, spend money. I, that's. Yeah. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. They might have. Yes, because men will spend money. So they might have bought furs. They might have bought jewelry. They might have even bought a car. But now in 2021, the way your woman looks and the way whatever you bought for your girl is a direct reflection of you as a man. Mm-hmm. So. The more your girl looks like, you know, she got a Birkin bag, her bag costs bread, like her nails is done, hair crazy. It makes it look like her man is doing well for himself. So men tend to compete to make their girls look this good or seem as if they're this good and might go into financial strain because it makes them look better as a man. That and it, that's oh, a real sorry, No, I'm saying that's a real thing. And it might not necessarily be you guys, but like. Just overall, you see it online. That's why men now don't even know how to approach women because they don't even know what women really want because women are doing these unrealistic goals. I don't even know what I would do if I had a date again. What? I don't even know what I would do. Uh, 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 let, 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 let me just say this here. quick. I'm like, yo, this let, is crazy. I, let me just say this quick. First, Cheryl, I agree with what you're saying, partially, again. But okay. shout out to the women right now because I'm. there are a lot of women, honestly, who are out here doing it by themselves. Yeah, I'm buying my own bag. And not, not even more so because you said like um how women look kind of um define, defines the man. I know a lot of women right now that are killing the game and not like them their men are not even on that designer shit or none of that. More so like they're getting on their own and because I know like there are a lot of successful black women now and I'll give it to like black women right now are showing out. You go to DC, I, highly- I, I love I love the DMV area. You go to DC, bro, like you just see a lot of successful black women making mm-hmm. money, like just. And you would think, oh, she has a drug dealer. No. no. She's not, she, I'm a lawyer. I'm a banker. And oh, there are a lot of successful I, black women who are out there doing it themselves. And I think that's why men don't know how to approach women. Because a lot of men are now intimidated by these. Like, a lot of men are intimidated by, by, by women in this day and age. I agree then, with you. I was just saying, but then Tope, if, you're, if they're intimidated and they want to approach the woman, they want to impress her, what would they, like, what is their other like option to impress her for in terms of like a some type of gift to show like this is what you mean to me kind of time type of thing so i feel like you some some type of way you still end up coming back to that that well whereas like you didn't want to do this but you end up back here and and i know you're saying like that's not the way it is but it kind of is like social media just glorifies it a, a whole much a whole bunch more and makes it easier easier for us to see that 
And I think that's what paints that picture. And again, just going back to what I was saying, like, I, I think you start to you get into a competition of the Joneses without even realizing you're caught up in the race. And I think when I think when you just have goals, obviously everyone's different, man. It's, so it's going to it's going to mm-hmm. it's going to depend on the person, the individual. But I think just the holiday thing, like to go from a Thanksgiving to a big Christmas to a you don't big spend New on Year. Thanksgiving. You don't spend on Thanksgiving, bro. Me? You don't spend on. I mean, what are we spending well, out on food, bro? You know how much money people spend on food? Bro, I I, no, I I I agree, but I, I mean I didn't I didn't pay for food on Thanksgiving, so that's why I'm trying to say I I've never honestly paid for food on Thanksgiving. So I think shout out to my mom, shout and, out to my whole family. But yeah, I've never had. To. So that's why I'm saying that. Like, not a spending holiday. No, for you, you said what? Thanksgiving is <laughs> not a spending holiday. Not yeah, it's not. Even New Year's to me, for, I don't. But for food, it is though. It is for food. Like, yes. I've never had to spend for Thanksgiving, but I never thought about it that way. So how know. much for oxtail? How much for oxtail? Thirteen dollars a pound right now. Okay then. Okay then. Just turkey. <laughs> <laughs> you get a free. You just wait all out and fly. I'm not, I'm not saying Thanksgiving is the most expensive, but when you host a big family type of thing, like it can't. No, it can't I, I never looked at it from that. I never mean, looked at it from that aspect. Yeah, yeah you want to bring a little <laughs> wine or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Go to the party. Real, realistically, I just feel Christmas and birthdays. I think those are the most expensive holidays. Valentine's Day, like I, I, I don't go crazy on Valentine's Day. I might get something cute, but yeah. What about I just think Christmas New Year? New Year's not a gift. New Year's, if we go out, we're gonna spend money. But that, I think that's just me. That's not me associating it with New Year. That's just but, if I go out with my girl, I'm gonna spend money. All right. So no what, what did we used to do? What did we used to do back in back in the day? We used to get the tables. We used to want to spend money on bottles. When I was single, that's weird. Which but, is actually you, so weird. You see what yeah. I'm saying? You see how quickly you can start <laughs> spending this money and not even realizing, like, you're getting sidetracked. But I'm not saying holidays are bad. No, so I completely I, agree. I completely agree with that. Yeah. You definitely so I, get sidetracked. I, I, don't, I don't want y'all thinking, like, I'm saying all oh, holidays are bad. Like, you shouldn't. Like, you, you should enjoy the holidays. It's a time to, to get together with people and things like that. I just think it's a very, it's an easy distraction, though, for people to get, um, to just get off course with their financial goals to get to where they want to be because it's easy to make an excuse. Well, it's Christmas. Oh, you know what? It's New Year's. Fuck it. Let's, let's spend this money. Ah, it's Valentine's Day. It only comes once a year. So it's easy to start doing that. And when you start doing that, I think it just makes it easier to get into that little bit of a hole to try to bring yourself back out. And then when you finally get out, you're like, yo, I'm up, man. I'm up. Then the next holidays come around again. You're like, damn, yo, this is crazy. Like, it's almost like a revolving door. And you don't really get to that next level unless you really, really grinding and socking away your cash to, to really stack up. You got you know? you, birthdays, you know what I mean? Like Kadeem January, Eve's in March, you know what I mean? Like everybody's birthday's coming up. So you always want to get... We going out tonight? We going time out? Time out, time out. Let, let me just put... When last time you got niggas gifts? What? Like, let's not act like we... Like, yes, if we do go out once in a while, we don't... Uh, I'm not trying to like I don't go out on everyone's birthday, and not just because people don't really go out. We go to dinner, but again, that's the price of going out. I don't put that to a birthday. If I step out okay. my house and I'm gonna go out eat. for dinner, it's okay. That's, yeah, I don't think but I feel like we don't crazy. really respectively. I don't know. I don't spend that much bread on my friend's birthday. Maybe I'm a bad guy here. Maybe I'll be spending OD money. Like if I do go to the club again, I charge it to going out. Recently, we haven't been spending money. Like after thirty. We've chilled, but before that, we used to always do something on somebody's birthday. We either go yeah, out. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
Poconos. Well, yeah. well, I never went. DR, you guys went. I didn't get to go. But <laughs> keep going. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, yeah. like these, are, these are like events that you guys got to do that, you know, I, some of them I missed yeah. out on, but some of them I got to partake. But it's just the same things like you, you end up spending and it adds up when you add in all the, the, the events and you look at that cash flow. You're like, damn, I spent all that. That's crazy. And, and then you don't realize like all that money just went out the window like that. I mean, obviously, it's memories and stuff like that. So that, there's something to be said for that. Like, you got to have memories. You got to be able to enjoy your life a little bit. But um, I, I just I just sometimes I think people get caught up so much in the moment of the holiday spirit that they they use that as a, a crutch to be financially irresponsible. If that makes more sense. Nah, I, I definitely agree. But I just feel the people I feel like you're kind of speaking about. I don't know. I just feel that that's kind of childish because if again if you're looking at Instagram and seeing people seeing rich people getting people expensive stuff for Christmas and you're like amazed by it and you think that's supposed to be you with your bankroll, you're retarded. I know that's not a good word. Sorry. You're special. I want to match your pajamas. What you I want to match your pajamas. Your pajamas. I, I did that two years in a row. So I feel you. <laughs> I don't have no pictures like that. I want to, I want to match your pajamas. I want to say I was part of the trend once. Sure. We can't hear you. No, I said anything could be, um, shit. What about Anything could be sorry. Who was talking about? Stop. Anything could be keeping up with the Joneses, you know, realistically, because yeah, realize that these things start to have some type of effect. You know, um, it doesn't have to be rich people buying bags. It could just be anything that could start to make you feel like you need to be keeping up. And as you watch, yeah, as you consistently, like a lot of people are on Instagram a lot, so. If this is the first thing you see, like I said to Kevin earlier, if the first thing you do is go on Instagram when you wake up in the morning, right? The first thing that you're doing is you're looking at comparison. You are instantly comparing. You might not know it subconsciously. You are comparing. I don't want to hear nothing. I always hated that. Um, It's like, you know, you're seeing it and, you know, you take it in, but then you see it again and then you take it in. So now it starts to resonate in your head either what somebody else has, what somebody else is doing, what somebody else, how far they got or, or whatever, like social media. And it's scientifically shown. They did that in that whole lawsuit with Facebook and the whistleblower. And she blew up that they knew that it was messing with people's self-esteem, not necessarily everyone, but it happens so much where people literally the first thing that they do and the last thing that they do and what they do all day is they're online and they're comparing their lives yeah. to other people. And it's unfortunate, but it's like, I can't front that definitely was me back when I my first Instagram account and I it caught was- myself. I, I caught myself and that's why I think I was I was off Instagram for like six, seven years. Cause I was just like, this is crazy. Like one of my and I can't front those like the best six, seven years of my life. Like I I, I didn't have a social media presence. I was real low. And I was just like focused on me, doing me. Like I didn't have to compare. And then it's all about control because now I'm back on Instagram and I just I catch myself like I right, put the phone down. And get off Instagram. Like, I don't even follow certain accounts anymore because, like, I'm not even trying to go down that road. Yeah. This is control. Yeah, I did the same thing. And, you know, I said to Kev at a, um, probably, like, maybe a month now, maybe three weeks or whatever, like, I go through spurts where I'll be on Instagram as soon as I wake up, right? And then I don't realize, like, how the effect is having on me. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I don't want to go on Instagram until I get to work. Like, you know, I'm running late for work in the morning because I'm spending time, like the extra 10 minutes doing this or whatever. So I'm, 
I'm not gonna, you know, I'm gonna wait till I get to work to get on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever the case is. And I noticed that the first night or the first morning, I almost felt like anxious, real shit. Like, I'm not even ashamed to say it. Like, it is what it is. Like, I felt like a, this is out of my norm. Why am I not touching my phone? Why am I not looking at Instagram? Like, this is what I'm so used to doing. My fingers instantly go to Instagram. It's so weird. And it's because it's, you become addicted. We really mm-hmm. become addicted to, and it's so crazy to really like wake up and realize this shit. Like we become addicted to just scrolling and look at fake lives on Instagram and then compare and all these other things. So it's like taking that out of my life, even for those first two hours in the morning, it kind of slowed down as much as I use it even throughout the day, you know, which gives me more time to focus on me and what I have and what I, you know, to be grateful for the things that I have, which a lot of people don't have the things that I have. And then to just, you know, try to work on the things that I want to do. If you think about how much time you spend scrolling on Instagram, we're not getting paid for that shit. I mean, Aljamain, maybe you're getting paid for it. (laughs) I don't get paid enough for it. Shit. get paid to go on instagram you know what i'm saying i don't get paid to post i don't get paid to do any of that so for me to spend even that much time on the gram is like a waste of my time realistically it's a waste of a lot of our times and or it's literally set up to make us feel like we're just not doing that great or it could be the best thing that ever happened to you you could take off by people recognizing you your talent whatever it is that you do you know what i'm saying and it could really create your brand how you so utilize it. How yeah. use it exactly it's all yeah. about how- what's your screen time what's your screen time on sundays <sighs> so it's weird because i really don't know my screen yeah, everybody check right now everybody check right now like see I, I i would but the way my phone is set up i'm using it as my camera right now so I- you can you, you can still put, take a pause you can i'm using my phone as a camera so i can check right quick well it's my main camera on my phone i watch shows i play blocks you know i try to do other things than be uh, Oh, okay. On IG. Okay, that's valid then. Or Snap or any of those I, things. I know I was between I was, five and seven hours. Yeah. That's not bad. I think I was like six. I believe I was like yeah. six. I don't think five hours is bad if you really break it down. I mean, unless you're sitting there five hours like this, which I doubt. Yeah, but no, like, no, 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 no. You might be in the bathroom. You know, you might be on the toilet 20 minutes swinging your legs, 30 minutes or whatever. You know, <laughs> swinging your legs. My, my feet touch. Your legs on the toilet. So, <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> you know, so sometimes the time could go like, or if you even need a mental break and you just want to <laughs> cruise something stupid real fast or whatever for twenty minutes, but realistically, all that shit is a setup. It's a failure for failure unless you know how to utilize it. Yeah, it's a distraction, but that, and that's and I think that's kind of what I was getting at with like the the holiday things, like. We want to be not not necessarily we want to be these people, but we see these lives that people live through and through social media and through the, like even when we grew up in our generation, our time, and we always wanted to kind of like be like that. I mean, I don't know about y'all. I'm speaking for myself. The question: and, Why it's not you? Like, I need to be there. Yeah. So it's like you're trying to get there, but how can you get there if you always setting yourself back? That's the that's the that's, that's like the best way I can say it without making it sound like funny, if that makes sense. Um, cause it's just like, yo, I'm trying to get to where you at, but I can't get, it's like someone that knows the way, uh, to get successful and they always bringing you to dinner, but they never bring you and like putting you on game. Like how, how you got to where you at, you know what I mean? They're not actually trying to elevate you. They're just, yeah, I'm not going to show you how to, how to fish for life. I'm just going to take you fishing. You know what I mean? So it's like, how do you get to that point instead of just the entire time, just 
kind of watching and trying to be like this instead of actually being like that by getting there. Like, how do you get over there? You know, all accountability, accountability. We we talked about that this morning. Accountability, accountability is hard. It is. It is. Hard actually be real with yourself and say i am fucking up i am wasting my time scrolling the gram for 10 hours a day watching other people live i am literally wasting my time doing this shit and i had to say that to myself i had to say i'm online not making no money what am i doing besides wasting my time Mm. a complete waste of my time unless and then i said to myself unless i'm learning something or i'm on youtube or i'm doing something that's what i need to be focused on like it is what it is, but you have to be real with yourself. People create excuses like, oh, Instagram's not distracting me. Yes, the fuck it is. And if you don't want to see, sorry. And if you don't want to see that it is, then that's up to you to just sit and scroll on Instagram until you yeah. fit in the room and this is all you have. And and it's, it sucks because I, you know, and I said that, like, I got family who never made it. You know what I'm saying? I got family who came up from Jamaica and never made it. They rent in a room or whatever the case is. They shouldn't even have kids because they have nothing to leave for their kids. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. And I had to say, like, yo, I don't, I don't want to be like that. I don't want people around me like that who are going to be like, you know, my dad's friends who I used to see at the store who he would drop home and they would go to a room while he's going home. Like, you got to realize that the difference between them was the choices that they made. You know what I'm saying? And most people who really made it they had to sacrifice. They had to sacrifice friendships. They had to sacrifice the time on Instagram unless they was making money. They had to sacrifice all of it. You know, it's all a distraction. It's all about where you want to go. And you got to hold yourself accountable and ask yourself those questions and be real with yourself, if not anybody else. It's real that's, shit. That's, that's, that's some uh, poetry right there. It's a lot of poetry right there. Yeah, I'm having a hard time with Instagram. It's so funny. I've been really saying that. Like, I feel like I'm not cool enough for it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like the problem is people want what they want because of what they see online, right? And I feel like men, for the most part, we're pretty simple, mm-hmm. right? Um, now women, on the other hand, <laughs> <laughs> they want Ooh. they want all these extravagant things, and they don't even know why they want that shit, bro. Yeah. Not to not to cut you off, but. Even when we were talking about the Birkin bag earlier, like Becca said, like she's not materialistic. In the same way Tope was saying Angie's not materialistic, Becca is not materialistic by my definition. And she would say the same thing, but she would be the first one to tell you if you're going to get her a Louis bag or uh, a Birkin bag, she ain't going to say no. So you don't know my like, yeah. wants that shit because she likes it, but she just would never put herself in that but situation yeah. to buy it because she can't afford it right now. But, I mean, I, I'm a firm believer in work hard, play hard. Like, you got to know your limits. You got to know yourself. But if you, ha- we have one life to live. Like, I, I hate when I just see people working and just literally saving everything. I'm not saying you go, but just find what you enjoy and go spend money on it. Like, enjoy your life. And some people really enjoy clothes. And that's why I can't knock no one in designer because yeah. to some people, that's what gets them off. And it's like, yo, bro, do your thing. Live your life. As long as you can afford it. And you, you have a stable lifestyle, bro. Do your thing, man. I, I f- everybody has their vices. I feel like a lot of people will be happy with six figures income, like 200,000, 100,000, you know, both parents or whatever, and they'll be straight. But I, I don't know. A lot of people don't, they want the millions for what? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like. Damn, I forgot where I was going. 
with that. <laughs> I, I was trying to be the worst. <laughs> I was going with that. Hold on. Yeah, there was something you was, you you about to tie something together. Damn it. But I, tip of the tongue. I was just say, Cheryl, I appreciate you sharing that um earlier about the accountability. And uh I want to share something about accountability for myself. And that was me realizing uh, like oh. drinking, like I, I drink casually through training camp and I'll have one, two, maybe three at most sometimes. And I'm, I'm usually fine. But since the surgery, uh, obviously I haven't fought in a year in almost a year now at this point. And um, like, even now, like, I left Cortland that last day. I, I, I was there on a Wednesday on, on the 16th. I drank that night, left the next day and whatever. Now I'm here from that last night to, to even till today, I haven't had an ounce, a drop of alcohol. And I told myself, Hey man, we gotta, we gotta fight that we want to win. We got to get ourselves to a certain threshold and it's just being accountable for my, my well being. That's one. And two, to get back to the shape that I used to be in, before the surgery and every time I drink, I almost feel like rolling a ball up the hill and then I drink and then it just kind of rolls back down the hill a little bit. And then I have to reset with the cardio all over again, not like from complete scratch, but just to kind of give like a, some type of analogy of how I, how I felt. So now my, my fiance, Becca, she's coming out here in Vegas um, on the second and um, she's going into her fifth semester for nursing school. So she's almost done. She graduates. If she finishes this semester, knock on wood, She's done. She's going to be certified for um, to, to go to the nursing program for the year, whatever. So she'll be a nurse pretty much ready to mm -hmm. become an RN or something like that. It's, it's confusing. But um, I said, I'm not going to drink until she gets out here. Cause that, for me, there's nothing to really celebrate. Like for, for, for her, I will, I will break that, that, what do you call it? That sobriety, just so I can hang out and have a good time with my fiance kind of thing. But it's just realizing where I was at and realizing where I want to be. And even the same thing being here, I've upped my training already. Like the amount of times I've been training per day has already gone up in, in terms of an off season. So again, just being accountable and making the right choices and sacrifices. Like I could just train one time because my fight's not till X amount of weeks, but I want to start building that foundation early so I can be prime time where I'm ready to go so that um, I, I got all the confidence in the world. But it's again, like to, to have success, to be successful, you got to make a lot of sacrifices and you got to, do things even though it's not as fun, even though this is my job. Sometimes it's not fun to go have to grind for a two hour practice and get your face mushed into the cage and all kinds of crazy shit, you know? So um, that's, 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 I just wanted to share that in terms of accountability knowing something that I recognize in myself that I was doing, I wanted to do a little bit better and just taking action to, 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 to do the right thing, to get that goal that I want, which is to defend the belt. Yeah, that's the biggest thing, really holding yourself accountable. And cause nobody yeah. else, gonna judge Facts. you know what i'm saying Facts. judging from afar or from close to you that's all they're gonna do you have to hold you down i want to take a drink when she comes <laughs> like you know what i'm saying drink yourself and keep it cute like love drink and have a good time and you be the designated you know driver or person that <laughs> right? yeah yeah so even new year's i'm not gonna have nothing on new year's it's just gonna be me here and that's really it so that I feel like for me, normally, like this, that's my day when I just go crazy. I always go crazy on New Year's, but I, I have nothing to really like. I know Tope mentioned this earlier, like, how do we reflect on the year in our group chat? And like, for me, it's like we all learned a lot, but it's been for me definitely a frustrating year to, to 
have an opportunity of a lifetime that I worked so hard to get to and have the result go the way that it did. In hindsight, things worked out in terms of I got another chance at life to, to do it over. But just having the the year kind of go like that and with all the nonsense that that comes with it, it's um it's been it's been annoying and motivating at the same time to to just keep me on the track that I know all the things I've done is going to get me to where I want to be. And I truly do believe all the steps I've taken thus far and that I'm going to continue to take is going to put me in a great spot to keep the belt here in the States. And um, I'm just excited. I'm excited for the new year. That's, that's pretty much it. So it's it's not like I'm down on the year, but I'm definitely, I don't have much to celebrate other than newfound attitude to, to go into the new year with and continue the, uh, the trend to, to get back on the right track. Are you still blocked? What's that? Jan still got you blocked? Who's blocked? Jan, he's still oh, blocked. Oh, Yeah, that little bitch-ass motherfucker, he still got me blocked. He a little hoe, man. <laughs> how, you talk, how you talk shit and then you block me? Like, that don't make no sense. You make no sense. <laughs> when you want to be able to talk shit to me, like, why would you block me? He's, he's a, I don't know. Bro, he's him. having a hard time. He was having a hard time. He was having a hard time reading your tweet, man. Can't <laughs> enough, huh? He's got that fuck this guy, man. <laughs> um, I don't know if y'all had anything y'all want to say before we wrap up. I don't know if y'all had anything y'all want to be accountable for. I asked, how are you preparing existence. for that How are you preparing for Jan and his bullshit mentally? Uh, th- the main thing is just focus on me. And that's really it. I truly do believe I have all the skills in the world to beat this guy. And he's wow. a human, man. He bleeds. I think I'm the bigger, stronger guy. And uh, I think he's going to have false sense of a false sense of security, thinking that the last fight was really the best version of myself. And if he comes in with that type of attitude, it's going to be a bad night for him. But you know what? It's almost like you got to break the ice, too. That's the blessing. in Sometimes it. We got to you know, it goes back to finding things that we're going to be grateful for. And I think that regardless, like you said, the fight went how it went or whatever the case may be. But you got to, by the grace of God, have another opportunity to defend the belt, which is here in the States. Secondly, now you broke the ice. So breaking the ice means that you are completely prepared, whether you realize it or not, because you faced them already. You understand what it's like going into the ring with this person already. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's a whole completely different type of feel going in facing him now, because now all bets are off. You understand him differently. You understand his body differently. And now you understand yourself and your body differently because you know how your body reacted towards him the last time, whether it's energy physically. But now your energy is going to be different, which is the which is bigger than physically. Because once your mind is set to break in somebody in pieces, that's what you're going to do. Especially now we're having a different confidence because you already know. Now, like, you might not know oh. what new tricks he's going to pull out of whatever bullshit, but you prepare. It's just different. When you break that ice, it's a different type of preparation. So I feel like that alone is going to take you, you know, further and continue to believe in yourself. Because, you know, you got to be your number one fan. Period. Period. So mash up that you demon. Oh, for real. I remember what I had to say earlier. What? What was it? What was it? I even forgot the comment. You, you're gonna have to cut it and then go back to where <laughs> I, I'm also checking what I was saying before, <laughs> and then cut it to this part. <laughs> will be happy with 200k. They don't realize that they can get that from a job. That's what I was trying to go at. Get at. 
That's what I was trying to get at. A lot of people talk about they want to be a boss and blah, blah, blah. They don't understand like, you could run a bakery and only make 60K a year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can, <laughs> you know, we can. Lawyer, law firm and make 300K. You know what I mean? You choose. See, he said we wrapping up. Why you got to say this I, now? Listen. Make 200K. Yeah. doing what? Listen, it's not that it's impossible. There's a lot of jobs we can make. It's not that it's impossible. Listen to what I'm about to say. Let me finish. It's not that it's impossible, but what that's going to require of you is to work hard. So now you got to ask yourself, like I asked you earlier, do you want to work hard? You are making somebody else's dream, period. Whether you're making $200,000, $300,000, whatever it is, you're making somebody else's dream come true. Why not? Why can't it be your dream to just make money? Like, like. You're gonna need people to make your dream come true. I never, to me, I never understood that mindset because more so, it can be your your dream could be whatever you want. Like you said, if people want to spend money on clothes, which I still think is stupid because that comes from a traumatic experience. But whatever, that's for another day. But it could be your goal to work for somebody forever and make whatever it is that you do. However, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Traumatic experience for clothes. What about Japanese? Nope. They're not, tra- nope. they're not traumatized. Do not, yeah, we're not opening Japanese that right people now. are very fly. They're not traumatized. <laughs> we can literally do this for tomorrow. Some people just like fashion. But okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we what jot a- that one down. Work, work for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's about to be like three hours. <laughs> I've mean, so much to say. I just feel like, regardless of what, you know, if you want to. I just have to say that for you want to work for money and make all that money a year cool but money is the lowest form of uh you know currency you can never take your time back i mean you can never get your time back and all that other stuff you could go to work for 10 hours a day but you'll have all this money and no time to spend that shit it doesn't matter when it comes to time so realistically the reason why most people should want to work for themselves or be their own boss or figure out a way to make money even if it is 60k just running a bakery is because you work for yourself. You don't got to ask nobody for no days off. You don't got to tell nobody you got to pick up your kid from school. So can I leave here half an hour early? <laughs> Nothing. But you, you probably can work. Most successful business owners work way more than 80 hours a week. They, do, but business. they, they don't take vacations. Most successful business owners do not yeah. take vacations. They don't have as much time as people say that they do. Okay. They don't. They love. Mm. So it don't feel like work. Because it's theirs. I could, okay. Okay. You can say that. But... <laughs> <laughs> me, me with a job, I probably take more vacations than hard working who are really successful because they need to be there. I can work from the beach on my computer doing my Excel sheets. How many bounty rolls? Three out of bakery. Out of bakery. Out of bakery. Okay. All right. We done. <laughs> Wait, did Kevin, Tope, did y'all have anything y'all want to say about accountability at all, or y'all good? Yeah, y'all want to save y'all peace? Accountability, I nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I believe in, I believe in accountability. Like I, that's one of been one of like my the strongest lessons I've learned in like growing as a person. It's definitely just holding myself accountable. Like Cheryl said, no one's gonna do it if you don't. I really, really, that's really a got no statement word. though. Do you have like an actual like? Said I believe in it like it's Christ. Do you have something that you want to say about it, like like a personal nah, nah, experience, not, not, or not, not for the public? Okay. I, already right. I, said, I already said what I said in the chat. Not for the public. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's fair. Praise to it. You said what? <laughs> 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 nah, I, I, I'm big on accountability. Like I said, it's early when we start. I'm big on accountability. I'm very big on accountability. For myself and for other people, like if you don't want to hold yourself accountable, I'm gonna hold you accountable. 
I'm over it. You don't hold yourself accountable. I'm not even talking really because everything that you say is gonna be blaming somebody else. I'm good. That, <laughs> facts. Oh my god, that is yeah, those good. type of people get me tight sometimes. I don't want to hear it. Yo. <laughs> I'll text you later. I'll text you later. On the I'll side. text him later. <laughs> I don't know if you caught it. I just zoomed into the camera. <laughs> right. I don't know. Sure, sure. Did you catch that? I don't nah, know, but I saw, I saw your face go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Both of y'all don't run. Yeah, I'll text you, Kevin. Uh-huh. All right. Well, hopefully get, we get to everybody get up soon. I get back um, on the 16th, so maybe we could do like a dinner or something or, or mm-hmm. lunch. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We do want to get together with everybody. You said what? The group workout. <laughs> or do a group workout. I don't know. Maybe that might work. We got to be Yan and his fans. <laughs> you know they're going to sit us together on purpose. Oh, my God. The last time that happened was dumb, a brawl, so yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. But now I appreciate you guys. Uh, I appreciate the time. I know it's getting late over there, so we could wrap this up. Um, it is a traumatic response. <laughs> what would you say? I said, "Remember, I people are buying is a traumatic response." <laughs> nah, I can't agree. I can't agree with that. We, really nah, like, we, we're gonna have to talk about that one next time for sure. That's a fact. Yo, Aljo, Aljo. Yep. You, Wait, can you, we wrap this? Can we wrap this? Can just, this? You, can, you, you, can, you can, you can, you can, I'll tell you, you can step away. We'll, we got this. Y'all hold real quick. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. And that's, that's pretty much it, man. We ain't even going to do a whole, a whole thing. I'm just hit stop record right now. Where this thing at? Stop one.